Choices to you. We offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from. Hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You. Visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is presented by ChoicesToYou.com, the official restaurant delivery service of Business Radio X. Let ChoicesToYou.com bring the restaurant to you. We're here at the River Club at Swanee. And uh, we're here for a very special reason. Tiffany, why don't you tell everybody why we're doing the show Listen, from inside the River Club at Swanee? Let's start with telling them that we're a little bit off today, okay? I can't hear myself in the headphones. I didn't know the benefit of that until now. Yep. Now I'm wondering, can Trey hear me? Is that why he's laughing? So if I, we're a little all over the place, it's because we're kind of out of I'm our I'm dying element. to give Trey a mic to yeah. find out. I guess it was because my <laughs> intro was a little different, Maybe a we're lot still shorter. Dancing. Is that why? Well, that's why. Okay. He's nodding his head. So we are we are broadcasting live from inside the River Club at Suwannee uh, because we are broadcasting mm-hmm. here um, from the Cooper Memorial uh, Cooper O'Brien Memorial Golf Tournament. Tiffany, yes. tell us tell okay. us more about that. Well, we as you know, we had a show maybe two or three months ago where Kevin O'Brien came on and he told us the story of his son Cooper O'Brien and kind of the effect that he had had on the community and his community and his battle with cancer. And this is their way of carrying on his. Uh, memory and just helping others. And so Tom Boris of choices to you.com connected us to Kevin. And then Kevin told us more about his uh, foundation. And we learned about this event and said, look, we've got to be here. We got to be here live when they do it. And not only do we get to see them again, but we get to meet a lot of people that they've worked with to raise funds and do research in honor of their son. So Tom Boris and his crew from choices mm-hmm. on a weekly basis, bring us a fantastic lunch. Yes. And he went above and beyond the call of duty, brought us a fantastic guest with a amazing story. Mm -hmm. And out of that, I guess Tom delivered us (laughs) here to the river club at Swanee so that we could, uh, hear more stories of, of Cooper O'Brien and, and what Cooper's crew does. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Pretty much. There you go. Very good. So, um, we have a few guests lined up, um, do you want to introduce first guest or would you like me to do it? I will let you do it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I will I will uh, take my co-hosting duties uh, very seriously right now. We are uh, very pleased uh, to be joined by Mark Myers. Mark is the Director of Communication with Cure. Uh, I guess the official long title is Cure Childhood Cancer. It is. Which is a great uh, name for an organization and also a great sentence that everyone can get behind. Let's cure mm-hmm. childhood cancer. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Uh, tell us a little bit about what uh, Cure does. Great name, right? Absolutely. Our, uh, our mission verb. is in our name. So we are. We were founded here in Atlanta in 1975 by a doctor, Dr. Abdel Gab, who got some parents together like the O'Briens, who um, didn't, they didn't have a microscope down at Emory. And so he asked them to, to finance, to find in the funds to purchase a microscope so he could tell the difference between leukemias. Wow. That, that's the genesis of Cure. And so it, from there, we've become a, a, a large organization. We, we're about a $6.3 million organization, nonprofit here in Atlanta. Our mission is to find a cure for childhood cancer 
and also support families that are uh, in the throes of and devastated by childhood cancer from the time they're diagnosed, really until we're no longer needed, providing services, uh, funds, bereavement, counseling, many, many different facets of service for families that are that are going through it all throughout the state of Georgia. So we have people in Savannah as well, because children with cancer in, in Georgia are treated in Atlanta or Savannah. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about how you're connected to the family? How I'm connected to the O'Briens? Yes, well, the unfortunately, family. I also lost my daughter to a, to a sarcoma, not synovial sarcoma, but I lost my daughter to Ewing sarcoma and okay. have met known the O'Briens for a few years um, because of that. And I started working for Cure about a year ago and left the corporate world to, uh, with this passion to you know, make a difference, just like they're making a difference. So that's our connection. I feel like this is Oprah and you just dropped a big bomb on a pregnant lady. It's like not fair to tell us that on the air, is it? <laughs> that was, so this is where your co-host steps I in and tries that. to, wow. no, don't you dare be sorry for I telling I believe your that's story. Barbara Riley's daughter's same type of cancer. Do you I know Barbara Riley? I don't know if she had Ewing sarcoma. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Oh my goodness. So uh, Mark, what I was going to ask you is um, talk, I, I guess I want to break that down. You, you, there's two clear paths there. Mm-hmm. One is actually finding the cure. Yep. I love the story yep. of the microscope, Yep. Uh, but then also the supporting of the family. So let's kind of take that one at a time. Right. Um, it, it's grown a lot from the first microscope. It so, has grown so, a lot. So talk about some of the main areas that you guys are working in specifically around childhood cancer and finding that cure. In the funding. So one of the most exciting things is typically in, in, in cancers, well, not typically, but right now in cancers, if you have a sarcoma or a uh, leukemia, you're treated based on that. The, your diagnosis uh, is the basis of your treatment, what, where the cancer is or what type of cancer. What the goal is and what they're experimenting with in adult cancers now is treatment based on the genomic abnormality. So rather than say you'll, you have uh, lung cancer in an adult, mm-hmm. in 20 years, 10 years, 20 years, they're going to be saying you have a gene mutated in this area of your body, and they're going to move to fight that gene and turn that mutation off so that oh, you no wow. longer have replicating cells, which that's what cancer is. So that was not, that kind of research was not done in children it is now becoming something that, that they're working on in children. And we have uh, recently voted to fund uh, a $4.5 million grant over three years to the Aflac Cancer Center at Children's mm-hmm. Hospital of Atlanta to fund a new genomic research project. So in the future, children will have the same advantage of targeted therapies precisely made for that child's genetic makeup and what's going wrong with that child instead of 40-year-old treatments hmm. that sometimes work and sometimes don't. And Cure Childhood Cancer, the organization, is literally just about the fundraising to then grant it to the people doing the research to, to find a cure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we fund other projects as well. We fund several other projects as well across the country um, into different cancer research, cancer research in Seattle and Philadelphia mm-hmm. and some of the major research centers. But we're so excited about this one because it will immediately affect the children that we serve. So it's a, it's a marriage of the service that we provide to the children. The kids we know will then be able to be treated here in Atlanta instead of going off somewhere else. It's only been done in two places. It's being done in Memorial Sloan Kettering in New York, and it's being done in Texas Children's in Houston. Right now in Memorial, uh, as an example, they had 106 kids who had failed their standard regimen. And so from there, you start throwing spaghetti on the wall and just seeing what sticks. 
Um, out of those 106 kids, 38, when they went through the genomic testing, had a targeted therapy that they could use to attack that cancer specifically designed for that child. So they went from your child has no more options to here's the option mm-hmm. 30, 30 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So we feel like there's going to be 30 kids in the first year. There'll be 30 kids in Atlanta that are genomically tested, 60 kids wow. the next year and 60 the next. And those are kids that we serve, you know, fall in love with their families. The other side of that is it's going to bring the best and brightest minds to Atlanta. So it's not only going to keep people from having travel outside of Atlanta for the for a second round of treatment if their first round fails. It's going to bring the best and brightest here. Uh, it, it's only going to make our treatments here in Atlanta much better. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did you just say that adults already had this type of treatment? So this was available to adults, but it, it was not something that they were focusing it's on. It's something kids. that's been been they've been working on in adults mm-hmm. for a long time. They they will take a, an adult if they have an aggressive cancer or a cancer mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. failed standard treatment and test it now and adopt mm-hmm. a different route. Maybe why was that avoided with kids? All because of funding? There's a lot of issues. The FDA mm-hmm. won't clear a lot of things for children. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hurdles to overcome because me as an adult, I can do anything I want to. Oh, right? because of the rights there's, of deciding. There, there's oh. a lot of, of hurdles to overcome when you talk about trials for children. And wow. so that's, a, that's also a lot of what stymied research over mm-hmm. the last 30 and 40 years. We are speaking with Mark Myers. Uh, he is the Director of Communication for Cure Childhood Cancer. Um, Mark, you said that not only do you guys get involved in funding the research, but you also are there as a support system yes. for families who are going yes. through what you have gone through and what the O'Briens went through. Yep. Um, talk about some of the ways that you help the families who are in the midst of something they didn't ask for, nor do they want, uh, and, and is at times the hardest thing they've ever gone through. It, it, at times. I mean, it's a bomb. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bomb that's dropped on your life. Mm-hmm. It affects everything. It affects your finances, your family relationships, everything. And that's just if you're treated. If, unfo- if you're unfortunate, like the O'Briens and, and we were, you know, it's multiplied, you know, quite a bit. So um, we start at diagnosis with trying to meet the families. We provide a tote, which is full of uh, information um, because you are on information overload from the time you're diagnosed. So some helpful things to break that down, some resources to go to for, to, to help people uh, cope with the fact that they're, they're diagnosed and potentially look for treatments or um, link up with other people that have the same kind of cancer, that whose children have the same kind of cancer they do. So we started diagnosis. Uh, we provide meals on the floor. Uh, it's, it seems like a small thing. It's actually a huge thing. My wife, when we would be in treatment for a week at a time, wouldn't leave my daughter. So if I didn't show up there or if Cure wasn't on the floor serving, there would be days where she may or may not eat or may have cold soup because my daughter was 12. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't going to leave her in the room by herself. She just wasn't going to do that. So uh, we serve meals three to four times a week here at at both locations of Choa and at at, uh, Memorial in Savannah. We provide counseling free of charge for families going through. And it's, it's not just the child. It's not just the parents, it's siblings as well. So we've got a network of counselors throughout the state of Georgia that we, we help with counseling. When the treatment doesn't go the right way, we do a lot with bereavement. So we have bereavement weekends and bereavement therapy, uh, not therapies, bereavement uh, counseling that we will uh, continue to participate with them in. And we also provide some fun and entertainment for the kids when we can, uh, holiday parties. Uh, we have uh, a Lauren's run, a family picnic where the kids can come out and, and, and play. Um, just to get away from, get a break from 
that, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the sports teams around the town will provide tickets to us that we can then pass on to the kids, those kind of things. So we try and really surround the kids as best and the families as best we can just to give them a respite from, you know, the terrible things going on in their life. How can our listeners help cure? How well, donate, right? Donate. Donate, <laughs> it, donate, it's, donate. It's not the only way, though. Yeah. We, you know, if they go to curechildhoodcancer.org, mm-hmm. uh, right now it's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So we have a large focus on um, creating awareness, but also raising money to fight the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the beast because research is how we're going to win. And, and we have the Childhood Cancer Awareness Month because most people don't know that only 4% of the national spend on research goes toward children. There's a lot of reasons in that. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's rare the government gives their money to researchers based on incidence rates. So lung cancer, breast cancer, prostate cancer mm. all have much higher incidence rates. So they get more of a spend. So private investment is necessary mm-hmm, to, to, mm-hmm. to fight this. There's also lots of volunteer opportunities. And those can be found on our website for, um, for help. I mean, we, you know, we, we have, we need snack bags to deliver to the families okay. and, and kits, you know, and that's mm-hmm. all there to where they can, they can find places to volunteer at a holiday party or at the Lawrence okay. run that I mentioned. And it's in, it's in May. So, so I, Mark, I was going to ask also, um, look ahead a couple years down the road. Um, what are some of the what are some of the growth goals uh, for for Cure? What what are some of the things that you haven't been able to do yet uh, that you would like to? Because uh, one of the things I love as you're sitting here talking is, um, you know, there's an old saying of do a few things and do them well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, what you guys do, it's it's pretty apparent you do them well. Are there some other things that you can now look at, or, or is it just an expansion? I think it's more of an expansion. Yeah, like we really we really want to focus on those two areas. Yeah. We I get. My hand slapped a good bit because I have these great pie in the sky ideas, um, and uh, you know I hear the word mission creep all the time. That's not that's not what we do, Mark. Right. So I have to wait a re- minute. You left the corporate world, and yet you're still you're in the nonprofit <laughs> that's world. That's not what <laughs> we do. So so well, that's mission why boards creep. are there, right? Yep, that's absolutely, important. absolutely. So I I think I mean we're looking for research that w- that's cutting edge research that will get to the bedside within five years and will change what's happening to the 20% of the kids not making it. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, the, the cure rate right now is hovering around 80%. So that means 20% aren't making it and we need to change that. So I would say our, our goal would be to fund more research. So, and continue in that, in that respect, when we voted the last time, not we, I wasn't able to vote, but our, when our board of directors voted on the research, there were several good projects that were vetted by our mm-hmm. scientific advisory council that we couldn't fund because they weren't the best, but they were still very good and very exciting projects. So um, it's hard to it's hard to turn good researchers right, away. Right. Well, forgive me. You might have to slap my hand and tell me that I'm uh, doing some mission creep. But you mentioned some other. I mean, you mentioned the two places here in Georgia, and you are a Georgia-based nonprofit. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine there's oppor- I, I would imagine there are other places and organizations in other places that are doing similar. Uh, maybe there um, are, there are a lot of organizations around the country that do one or the other. Okay. But um, very few that do very both. few that do both. And so we've, we've, we do, we do extend grants for family support to 15 other States, okay. nowhere near the amount we spend here in Georgia. Right. Um, we are certainly a Georgia based nonprofit, Absolutely. but our research goes everywhere. And of course, when we find that cure and we do believe we'll find a cure for childhood cancer, it will affect every child worldwide. 
So, um, so it'll, it'll spread from Georgia as the cure spreads from Georgia. You know, right? the, we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, uh, agree with researchers who wouldn't share their findings. <laughs> well, isn't it true too, that your funding, a larger percentage of your funding goes to research than most places? I mean, what is the percentage of it, it, money? Out of, out of, out of what our, our spend, about mm-hmm. 60% goes to research okay. and about 35 to 40 stays in the, in the family, oh, family okay. services. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Research is how we're going to fit, how we're going to finish this thing. You know, it's a strange thing to leave a 20 year career to go to a job that you hope you do well enough that you work put yourself, yourself out, out of work. a job. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's a strange thing, but Absolutely. yeah, I mean, so research is the way we're going to, we're going to, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. Well, when you work yourself out of that job, everybody will come back and listen to this interview and you'll have plenty of opportunities for another opportunity well, somewhere right? we'll just pop a cork and, and yeah exactly you know, you'll celebrate nice for a while then you'll go that's right that's i like right. it i like it uh mark myers director of communication for cure childhood cancer mark thank you so much for for being on the show today thank you very much absolutely thank you, mark. um so tiffany we uh just for those of you guys that are listening uh just a reminder we are broadcasting from the river club at swanee we are not in our normal studios and we that that caused our show to get yes. off to a weird start. Yes. <laughs> but thankfully, uh, Mark from Cure Childhood Cancer got rid of our weirdness and yes. we went back to... He took it back to professional. That's right. That's Somewhat. right. And and, uh, and on topic. And the topic today is we are here for the Cooper O'Brien Memorial Golf Tournament. Uh, and uh, we are excited to be joined by Elena... Oh, man. How I, do we pronounce your name properly? <laughs> Elena. 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 Doggone Elena. it. Okay. And my hand. Are, okay. So <laughs> now we're getting weird again. So now my goal is on the third interview, phonetic I'm going to try to not be weird. <laughs> no, it's not phonetic spelling. I wrote it down and I cannot read my own writing. Oh, yeah. That's so <laughs> Elena, you're going to have to tell us your last name, too, because I can't read my writing. My last name is Tate. 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 Yeah. Oh, I see it. There's the T. Okay. <laughs> that's my fault. All right, Elena, uh, Elena Tate, uh, and Elena, you are a college student, correct? I am. Um, but the reason you are here is because, uh, well, why don't you tell us why you're here? Well, the reason that I am here is that I was blessed and lucky enough to been awarded the Cooper O'Brien Academic Scholarship to be able to help me with tuition or fees in college. So Love it. And you're not here. You can't see her, but she has the sweetest baby face, and I'm sure she's so sick of hearing this, but... She doesn't look like a college student yet. So when she said that, I went, okay, are you going to college eventually? She's like, I'm there. Yep. <laughs> I'm already there. So uh, yeah. so you were in college where? I am at college at Georgia Gwinnett. I love Georgia it. Gwinnett College or mm-hmm. GGC. And what are you studying? I am studying psychology right now. That is my declare, declared major right now. Um, and I would like to go on later to, that will be my undergrad, and later hopefully become a child life specialist. But to do that, I'll have to get a master's degree mm-hmm. there before I have to go to another college that has that degree. So secretly, what I did was I was just trying to see psychologically what you would do if I screwed up your name. <laughs> so that's really what's going on. See, that's that's called a, a, a save. Not a good one, but it is a save. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are, uh, and what year are you in school? This is your first year? This is my in freshman, school? yes. Oh, fantastic. So talk a little bit about uh, when you receive the news. Um, just talk a little bit about receiving the award. Um, well, I had done the interview maybe a few weeks before then, and we were actually at our seniors honor night. Um, I was also an honor grad, so I was going there for that, but I was also there to find out if I was going to get the scholarship because that's when they were awarding it. And there was probably about, at least that I knew of six or eight other people that were possibly going to get the scholarship. And so 
I never knew if I, that was going to be one of the ones that were going to get it because so, so many other people have hardships mm-hmm. and stories that they tell. And so I was kind of just there on the edge of my seat waiting. When In they front said, of your whole school? Was your whole school there? Just whoever was there for the honors okay. night. But that was still, still a, big a big crowd. crowd yes, <laughs> definitely. And so I was just sitting there waiting when they said, when Miss Donna um, and the O'Briens came up, said that they were about to announce who was getting the scholarship. I was just on the edge of my seat waiting, and I was going to be happy for whoever got it, but secretly I was hoping that maybe I was going <laughs> to get it. So. At least she's um, honest, right? Absolutely. And then when they announced it, I was I was surprised um, and very happy, and I walked there with just a smile on my face up to the stage, and I was able, I shook Mr. O'Brien's hand, and he just wished me wished good you luck. Well. Yes, yeah. he told me that it's, I'm so glad that you got it, so... Now, a lot of scholarships are awarded for lots of different reasons, and I think most people would probably say that most scholarships are given for academics, and you are, you are an honor student, yes. Um, so definitely there, there was academics as part of it, but the scholarship goes beyond just academics, right? It does. It does. Um, talk a little bit about why you applied and, and why this scholarship was something that you were able to to apply for and then eventually receive? Well, it was towards a, the end of my senior year. And of course, I'm looking for scholarships to apply for to be able to get money for college. And when I found and saw that scholarship with the help of my counselor, kind of letting me know about it because she knew my story, mm-hmm. she said, I think this would be perfect for you. And my family supported me. They said, this is perfect. This is just all this is about you. It's a perfect story to fit this scholarship. And the scholarship is about anyone who has gone through a hardship in their life. So I I thought it was just perfect that fit me. I wasn't too sure about doing it at first because it is try- kind of hard sometimes to tell your story because I did have to do an interview um, for it with the family and my counselor in the room. And so I had to write an essay and do an interview and I wasn't too sure about it at first. And then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I think it's I think it's perfect for me. Were you still in treatment at that point? I was not. Okay. I actually, you were a couple years out? I, I finished treatment in 2012. So okay. I'm a five-year survivor nice. now. So. Yay. Now, this is one thing that wasn't shared. You obviously shared it during the scholarship, but we haven't shared it so far in this interview. Mm-hmm. So you are a five-year survivor of? Leukemia. Okay. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you um, very much. And uh, in, in your college plans of going to get a degree in psychology and then also to, to work with children, Where'd that come from? How, how has that grown out of your story? And what's kind of driving that passion uh, at this point in time to want? I mean, because it's one thing to say, I want to get in psychology. It's another mm-hmm. thing to say, I, I really want to work with children. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about that desire for you. Well, at the beginning, um, during my cancer treatment, I had an amazing child life specialist named Karen. And she was able to get me through my journey was able to actually give me days that I could be happy and excited and doing something just just than just being in my hospital room. She talked to me. She helped me through the procedures that I went through. And because of her, I kind of decided I want to do something in the medical field, maybe not necessarily a doctor or a nurse, but I want to work in the hospital and help those children in some way um, once I get older. And I feel like I can relate to them too. So maybe if I can get to them somehow, I'll mm-hmm. be able to help them the way that she helped me. Is she at Children's Healthcare? She was um, a child life specialist 
at Children's Healthcare, but as of right now, she actually now works with Cure Childhood Cancer. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so give her a shout out. What yes. is her name again? Karen. Karen. Do you yes. know her last name by any chance? Or Karen McCarthy. McCarthy. Yes. Okay. Cool. So Karen inspired your entire life journey. That's yes, pretty cool. So what she does inspired me to do mm-hmm. what I want to do. What she does now. So well, and I guess. So apparently all fantastic people also end up at Cure Childhood Cancer. So <laughs> when you get done with college and you get that master's degree and you get some practice, then you can go to them and be a child psychologist <laughs> yes. with Cure Childhood Cat. I don't Anything know. Anything I can so, do so. to help. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, if she was that amazing. Imagine how amazing you're going to be because you've actually gone through it. So not well, only are you, you going to have the skills and the schooling when you get done with all that. How many years is that of schooling? Eight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'll get there. So, uh, so you, you, I'm just amazed at the story of uh, you battle leukemia yourself uh, and you not only twice mom is behind you saying twice. I didn't know that. Not only get, I can't see mom. I'm in a very high chair. It's very comfortable, but it is a very high chair. Um, Not only do you get through that, but then you get back into school as an honor student. (laughs) Right. And, and now going to George Gwinnett college and, and starting to study psychology what I love is, is in your studies and, and in your passion, you're looking to help other people. Any other stories in your own battle or also in the scholarship? I'm just wondering, th- you, you talked about the, the one lady who helped you, but there had to be more, right? I mean, it, 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 it takes so many other people. It takes family. It takes friends. It takes classmates and all that kind of stuff. And that's part of Cooper's story, too. Yes. Is all the people who are surrounding him and helping him. Sorry to distract you, but we're having a little bit of dialogue with mom right now. (laughs) So her story is actually way more complex. Um, She apparently had, you battled twice. Yes. You were diagnosed at what age originally? Um, At nine years old. At nine years old. And Mm -hmm. then you were re-diagnosed at? 11, 12 years old. 11 or 12. Okay. And then you have a younger sister, correct? I do have a younger sister. Who was also diagnosed with cancer Mm -hmm. and has also battled twice. That is that's very true. Yes, we, nobody told us that before. Again, another bomb dropped on us. Wow, we're surrounded by very inspiring people right now. Okay, and Cure, who is sitting in the room with us, <laughs> funded her treatment for the, her trial. Oh, wow! The one that ended up helping you get out yes. of it eventually. Oh, and really? without what without it, I probably would not be here today. Oh my so. gosh! Okay. That changes everything. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. They, they failed to mention so, any of this before. So I'm going so to go back to the first interview. If you haven't yet <laughs> contributed to Cure Childhood Cancer, yeah, um, yeah go to their website. Uh, if you haven't con- contributed to Cooper's Crew, which we're going to talk about a little bit more in just a second, then yeah, let's get on board and figure out what you can do. Because this young lady is sitting here because of Cure. And this no young lady is studying to yes. help other children going through whatever they're going to go and through. And Tom yes. of Choices to You is about to start crying again. No, he already did. So we are just... <laughs> well, that's why he didn't want to... Hold on, <laughs> Tiffany. That's why he didn't want to come on the air this time. Because the I last time Tom out. came on the air, we made him cry, <laughs> which I will now hold over his head for a while, but not too much because he could beat me up. Yeah. Uh, so How about he didn't want to come on this show uh, because he said, you're going to make me cry again. And yeah. so this time it was Tiffany's fault. Yeah. She made you cry by digging more. And I always uh, call out the embarrassment. Well, actually, actually, I guess technically, Elena, it's your fault. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But that's okay, <laughs> right? That is, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is absolutely okay. I got to say this mom, oh my goodness. This mom has been through a lot. I can't imagine two kids twice. That's... I, I have the best mom. I couldn't have done it. She was one of the most important people during that journey. Oh, is she? Oh, wow. So she just managed <laughs> to do that too. That... Okay. Just okay. Make us all feel like a slouch. 
Yeah, sounds like it. All right, so I have a confessional. I, I'm I'm a dad of two teenagers at this point, and, and Elena, I've been sitting there listening to your story, and I and I know there are parents who are going, man, I can't yeah. get my kids to study, and here this this girl battled leukemia twice, and now she's honor an honor roll. student, and she, you know, and then to hear that the mom, oh yeah, she was teacher of the year too. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why mm-hmm. my kids aren't because I'm there's no way we're underachievers so, for sure. So I'm the scum, right? That's that's mm-hmm. basically no. Anyway, uh, Elena, thank you so much uh, for being with us, uh, and and we so appreciate your story, and uh, so glad that you're uh, in receiving that scholarship. You are going to use that uh, to further the cause in, in your own way. So thank you so much for being here. Well, one you. quick question. Oh, Tiffany's I noticed your thing. bracelets. Is this Camp Sunshine? This is Camp okay. Sunshine. I have to give a shout out to them. Yes. It's another great kids charity. So yes. she's got, this means she's been every year. Uh, so what? I'm actually years? missing a couple. So oh. um, I've actually been seven years. So. Okay. Ha, Camp so Sunshine you're not perfect. Another <laughs> no, not perfect. <laughs> but you probably missed it because you were doing something else. Yeah, she's doing a project, an extra project for school. I love it. Elena, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Elena. Very much happy to do it. Thank you for having me. We have uh, Tiffany. We have one other guest. Um, Yes. So we're going to pass the mic down. We have Um, the other half of the O'Briens. We already had Kevin on the show, and now we have his beautiful wife here. And she was very quick to tell us, "I am not the radio personality. He's the talker." But her husband is out of town. He's had something come up, um, and so she's going to be here with us and share. A little bit more of her her son's story and kind of the connection between all of the wonderful people that are here yes. today. Yes. So um, Donna O'Brien, welcome. Yes. To thank Donna. you. Thank you. Her so name would be, be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> so you're not the talker yet. Tiffany just said you have to wrap all of this up <laughs> and put a nice bow on it. I do. Typically, I'm the behind the scenes worker. You know, the doer, and mm-hmm. Kevin's the spokesperson. So um, we kind of have our jobs, but he's unable to be with us today. So um, it kind of fell in my lap, which I'm happy to be here. So thank you. Well, it looks like the event is still going on. So everything's good. Yes. So everything's going well. Donna, let's start with the event. Let's start with the Cooper O'Brien Memorial Golf Tournament. Talk a little bit about that. The very beginning, Cooper was still with us and our community put it together. It was a fundraiser to help us as a family. As Mark said, it can be very Mm -hmm. financially devastating to to have a child with cancer. So the community wanted to do something. So our uh, community, uh, Cheeky, kind of got together a little group of uh, parents, and they formed uh, the golf tournament. Very successful at fundraise. It helped us. You know, they donated the money, and we were able to get some medications for Cooper that were in trial um, because at that point there was no treatment for his cancer. He had clear cell sarcoma. Uh, and we found pretty much three months after his diagnosis that there was no treatment. But with targeted therapies, they were just kind of coming on the horizon. And there were lots of choices, but no known cures. So we had lots to choose from, but it was like a, you just pick one. Yeah, you know, That might work, that might work, it might not, it might. So we did go through several different treatments with targeted therapies. But um, the reason we're here today is because of the community put it together and since that first tournament, it has been supported ever since. So Cooper golfed at the first tournament. He did not golf. He was there, though. But he was okay. there. That's yes, cool. he was there. We have he, was picked, it always held, held here? It's always okay. been here. Yes. Cool. Yes. So River Club's been awesome. It's a yeah. um, first-class club. Um, it's a private club, so it gives uh, the community a chance to come and golf where they normally wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to come in and golf here unless you're invited. So it opens it up to our community to come and have a good day. 
we have lots of things donated. So it's, it's, you know, the food, the beverages, um, Mm -hmm. And do the proceeds of the, auction. do the proceeds of of everything go all to cure? All the proceeds goes to Cooper's Crew. Cooper's Crew. Cooper's okay. Crew. So yes. that's a perfect uh, segue. Talk a little bit about Cooper's Crew. Cooper's Crew. Um, our well, in the very beginning, and we wanted to have a foundation. We wanted to do a lot. You just want to do everything. And we had um, a gentleman sit down with us, and he said, "You can do a lot of things, but you can't do a lot of things yeah. well." So. Yeah figure out what you want to do. So we kind of had to brainstorm because, you know, we wanted to help everybody. We wanted to give scholarships. We wanted to help the kids and we wanted to help families and we wanted to do a lot of stuff, but you can't do everything Mm -hmm. and do it well. We focused on trying to be inspirational to other families or help in any way we could to help the kids, the scholarship, because we knew the struggles that Cooper went through and mm-hmm. everyone that helped him so much. We knew there had to be other kids out there that were doing or having struggles, whether it was medical, it can be bullying. It could mm-hmm. be um, a stroke. We had a gentleman that had a stroke when he was a, a ninth grader um, oh that received the scholarship. So, I mean, there's so many stories and we just wanted to be able to help and their stories never get told. They go, mm-hmm. You don't even know mm-hmm. how many kids go through high school with these heavy stories that don't even have parents sometimes, you know, to support them through school. So we wanted to be able to help some way with the kids. And we wanted to help with research. We wanted to be able to try not to have a family here that there's no treatment yeah. for the cancer your child has. You have no options. So... During Cooper's battle, I had contacted a gentleman that was doing research at the um, Huntsman Cancer Institute in Utah. They had a clear cell cancer mouse model. So I would bounce questions off him. Of course, you know, he's all the way. Did you say mouse model? Mouse. They had a mouse model model of clear cell sarcoma. Oh, wow. There was one paper on it when I researched it. So his name was Kevin Jones. Through our course of fundraising and our our foundation um we were able to after getting familiar with cure and their research opportunities i said to kristen one day i said does cure give money to other people somewhere else you know like i said and she goes of course and he'd never even heard of cure out in utah so i was like dr jones i want to introduce you to kristen Mm -hmm. connor he has a research uh, project going on with the type of coop, uh, cancer that Cooper had, clear cell sarcoma. So he submitted his grant. It was accepted the first year. And it was accepted this year. So, and of course, it never gets accepted unless it has a potential to be at the bedside in five years. Dr. Jones feels like I love that it's going to be at the bedside, hopefully next year. So... We're keeping our fingers crossed, but for us to be instrumental and possibly having, yeah. and I believe it's UN sarcoma that it's going to be t- uh, paired with. It'll be clear cell and UN sarcoma, a clinical trial. So just knowing that maybe in another yeah. year we can have a clinical trial mm-hmm. that we help pull people together mm-hmm. to work together and make it possible is just so rewarding. Mm. What I love of one of the parts of your story, Donna, is that this golf tournament was started by your community to help you and your yes. family. Yes. And you guys have continued it to help get back the other parts of your community that, and, and 
the part of your community that is childhood cancer and the families and the kids who are uh, affected by that. Correct. Um, so there is the golf tournament to support Cooper's crew. Um, what are some of the other ways that people can specifically support Cooper's crew for, because obviously Cooper, you talked about what they do. What are some of the other ways that people can support Cooper's crew? Well, we, um, have a, uh, website that they can donate to obviously and um we're connected with community foundations of northeast georgia so that's our foundation also we do some community events um there's several businesses that each year um have discounts and donate to our cause um so basically that's just kind of we kind of just keep getting our word out there and well, and, and this is for anybody, you know, for those people listening, this, this may sound obvious, but, but I think it's, it's often passed over. There's plenty of people who golf. Don't just go golf, find a tournament mm-hmm. to be involved in. There's, mm-hmm. there are tons of people who eat me being chief among them, <laughs> find ways to, to eat in such a way to, to help. I mean, there's so, and so, know where your money is going. Right. Like that's what I love about Cure and in the, these smaller foundations is you know where every penny is going. Don't give to these big foundations that you know the CEOs make. Don't even get me started on you know some of the bad ones. <laughs> but, I, is this where I drag you back? Yeah. In? Is this where I reel you back into? <laughs> Don't give to them. Give to these little guys because they're yep. doing the work. You know they're actually making a difference. So uh, our show today has given two great mm-hmm. websites uh, that people can be a part of: uh, Cure Childhood Cancer, as well as Cooper's Crew. Um, Donna, this is not a good question, uh, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, is there anything else? Because like you said, Kevin's the mouthpiece to some extent, but I want to give you an opportunity. If we haven't asked anything that we should be asking, if we haven't given you an opportunity to say it, because this is, this is Cooper's tournament. So if there's anything we haven't asked that you want to say now, if you say no, then that means we've done a good job, but no pressure. <laughs> Um, so I'm just kidding. Is there anything else that we're missing? <laughs> well, I just one want to thank our community because I can't say, I mean, when you lose a child, really what you want to do is crawl under a rock and just yeah. go away. You know, you don't want to be the face of anything. Mm-hmm. Through the encouragement of our community, we were able to stand up and be heard and try to make a difference. So, you know, that support, continues today and i can't thank everyone who has a part of it enough i can't the people we've met the tates mark the cure foundation Mm -hmm. i mean it's just put a different light in the way i look at life we all should strive to make other people better than they would have been Mm -hmm. you know just by your actions your giving i think like mark said we can make a difference if we just Mm -hmm. all had the same goal. Yep. I think she kind of did a great job of being the mouthpiece, don't you? Her husband may have lost his job this golf tournament. (laughs) I can't do it. I can't do it. The problem with that is if Kevin was fired, he would have to go to be behind the scenes and I have a feeling that he could that's where her strength is. So uh Donna, Donna O'Brien, thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Um Tiffany, I'm gonna wrap things up with you by saying that uh, as you and I started the show almost a year ago, uh, you had said that one of your visions was um, to be a source of knowledge for small Definitely. business owners, uh, for entrepreneurs who are, we, we talk a lot about our community of listeners, learners, and launchers. But one of the things you've also done is uh, it's important that we all give back. 
Uh, it's important that we all get involved. Um, so, uh, that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. That's right. So we've, we've, uh, highlight these amazing people that just, mm, they inspire us all. And I thank you all for coming. Yeah. So, uh, so to our community out there, uh, we've given you a couple of websites to go check out, um, Cooper's crew, as well as, uh, cure childhood cancer. Um, I want to thank our uh, guest, Mark Myers, director of communication from cure childhood cancer, uh, Elena Tate, uh, from Georgia Gwinnett college. Right. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, also, uh, Donna O'Brien, uh, from Cooper's crew. Uh, so Tiffany, any final words? No, just thank you. Thank you for coming out. I appreciate I'm, you being so brave to share your story. I'm, I'm humbled, honored, and blessed that mm-hmm. uh, they allowed us to be a part yes. of this uh, in, in even this small way. So for uh, Tiffany, for Mike and Trey behind the board, this is Stephen Julian. We will see you next time on The Tiffany Crewman Show. Mm-hmm.